This is the Ad Hero Podcast, the podcast that reveals marketing tips, trends, and techniques by industry experts, insiders, and influencers. For years, Ad Symbol has helped businesses develop and launch campaigns to amplify their message, establish authority, and earn their lion's share of the market. This podcast will help you design and supercharge your plan to make an impact with valuable lessons you can apply in your business today. To get more information or start now, visit adsymbol.com. That's A-D-S-E-M-B-L-E.com. Let's get started. Welcome to the Ad Hero Podcast. The last one here for 2020. Thank God. <laughs> My name is Gino Giovanni. And I'm Matthew Olivieri. Man, you know, we're going to have to do a little throwback to 2019's year-end episode because that intro, ladies and gentlemen, was a lot better than last year's. In fact, let's just play a quick clip of the intro we did for last year's 2019 end-of-year episode. There we go. Hit it. Let's get started. Welcome to the Ad Hero Podcast. My name is Gino Giovanni along with Matthew Olivieri. And this is our year in review of 2019. That was terrible. That was. (laughs) Uh, Needless to say, we've improved quite a bit uh, in 12 months. Well, my friend, uh, 2020 is a year to forget. Uh, I don't think there's a single person who wants to re experience the year 2020. And uh, I'd be willing to bet that if we came back and listened to this episode maybe five years in the future, we would probably be still saying we don't want to go back and relive 2020. (laughs) (laughs) What a terrible year. But you know what, though? I think it. Well, the silver lining of it is people should look at it as, hey, it made me stronger. If you took that route. Right. Yeah, there's always, you know, you can always look at everything, a glass half empty and a glass half full. So if you went the half full approach of let me use this year to, you know, really strengthen me and and make me more gritty and make me more aggressive and hungry in terms of like scrappiness, then you did yourself a service by doing it that way because it'll probably help you in the future. Um, conversely, if this entire year you went and hid under a rock somewhere or in a cave, just hoping it would all go away. Well, uh, yeah, that's probably not going to work out too well for you. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, and just real quick, um, it's interesting how we all came into this year, like wanting to capitalize on the great success that America's had in the last three right. and a half years right. and the economy, the whole thing booming. Uh, and then the start of it all. Kobe Bryant's death. Wow. Yeah, there's like there, we got a lot to cover. This is going to be a power-packed episode. Uh, like Gino said, it's our last episode of the year. By the way, shout out to anyone watching this uh, right now on our YouTube channel. That's been something that we've added to the Ad Hero podcast repertoire is uh, premiering the video episode of the podcast episode at the same time. So, so basically what we're doing is we're dropping the new episodes of the podcast every Friday or most Fridays on wherever podcasts can be heard, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, etc. But we're also simultaneously videotaping this episode. And so that's kind of cool because we also drop it on our YouTube channel at AdSumble, and you can watch uh, Friday night when it drops at midnight um, the premiere of the actual episode as well. And Gino, I... 
we were checking that out. We had uh, quite a few viewers checking out the last episode. We did. And uh, if you want to comment below in the live chat that's taking place right now, that'd be really awesome. And we might just give you a shout out if you do that. So shout out to all the people watching. And uh, we got a lot to cover today, my man. What is dropping in our A block? Let's just get into it. Okay, okay, we got some exciting news here, Ooh, and this time. is especially going to be exciting to you. Uh, going, you know, we love to uh, touch upon the streaming here, and you know, it's like the Wild West when it comes to the, uh, streaming of all the different apps out there. Right. This one, HBO Max, finally, finally, finally comes to Roku. The move comes just after Warner, sorry, and just after Warner Media announced that it will simultaneously release the 2021 movies on HBO Max the same day as they debut in theaters. With approximately 46 million active accounts on Roku, it is important for Warner Media to have HBO Max available to as many of those customers as possible. HBO Max hasn't been available on Roku since the streaming service launched at the end of May, and Warner Media recently made an agreement with. Amazon, so Fire TV and Fire Tablet users could access the app. HBO Max is just over 12 million active subscribers. And while executives publicly state that they're happy with HBO Max's performance, competitors like Netflix and Disney Plus are growing faster rates. Just as Disney Plus now has 87 million subscribers. That's that is crazy. So is this uh this is a this is news as of today, the day we're recording this, uh, or is this forthcoming January of 2021? Like, when does HBO Max officially drop on Roku? Uh, no, uh, it's it's happening now. It's already happening. Now. Okay, yeah. cool. Because I have an I have a Roku, and I have an Amazon, and I have an Apple TV. I got them all. Uh, so, but I've been I've been waiting for HBO Max to to drop on on all the platforms, especially Amazon. But yeah, still the big news out of all that is that the the same day theater release. We talked about this before yes. on a previous episode. Uh, I mean, just the power packed. I hope I hope everyone listening has a really comfortable couch because if you if you want to play it safe and not go to the theaters and just watch all this great cinema in your home, then man, make some popcorn, cozy up with a blanket and a loved one. And tune in. <laughs> be pretty fun. I'm gonna be at the movie theaters. <laughs> you know, and one other comment too. Uh, this is an interesting stat that HBO Max only has 12 million active subs, while Disney Plus has already amassed 87 million in two years. Gino, do you think that's because the content on Disney Plus is more family friendly? Is that? Do you feel that that's Ooh. why they're growing with such veracity? That's a good question. Um, I'm not exactly sure. I mean, I would when it comes to Disney Plus content, there is a lot of actually original content that they have, including Mandalorian, all these Marvel shows right. that are upcoming. Right. They're about to be released next year, uh, movies, and even all these old movies that no one really talks about. But there's a lot of old content in there that you can get from the Disney Vault that couldn't be accessed for decades or if they was accessed it was only accessed for a, a limited time uh so but disney just always has something magical and there was always a uh scare that people were going to drop off let's say after the mandalorian uh finishes and and, and you know their their content only airs 
week by week as opposed to Netflix, which wants you to binge the entire time. Uh, and then as opposed to Warner Media and HBO Max, they have libraries and libraries and libraries of like all these great films. Uh, but I, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think they have too much original content. However, when these slate of new movies comes out, I would suspect that they are going to get a ton of new users who don't want to go to the movie theaters, or maybe they did go to the movie theaters and they want to experience these shows uh, right then and there at their home because the HBO did have a uh, seven day window of free subscription, but I think they took that off now. Mm, Got it. Yeah, it's uh, pretty interesting. I mean, we recently had the episode where we talked about all the universe, uh, the universe concept, right? And this certainly falls in line with Disney's universe, which is basically like a blanket universe for like Marvel Universe and all these other universes. Yeah. So I don't know if you could say like a universe on top of universe. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's it, it's just the whole streaming thing is pretty crazy. If you haven't listened, go back and listen to our other episode where we talk about advertising on these streaming networks. We covered a lot of ground in that episode. It was a lot of fun to talk about that. Uh, a lot of good stuff happening, though. And 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 one really quick thing I thought was crazy about this article that I pulled up. <clears throat> it says that uh, HBO subscribers aren't really dr- uh, getting onto HBO Max right away, and they didn't explain why. But I thought that was very interesting. That is interesting. We'll have to wait and see what why. We'll and it's to, free. It's free uh, for them to do we'll it. We'll have to wait, and maybe there's. You know, people maybe they're scared. I just, I'm taking a shot in the dark here, but you know, um, whenever something new comes out, there's always that like, well, is it really free, or am I going to get duped into something here? Yeah. Or I'm I'm comfortable with what I know. I don't want to try the new thing yet. Right? I wonder if that uh, backlash is from the previous apps, HBO maybe. Go, and now. Yeah, a lot of confusion with those previous previous apps. Now they're going to only be having HBO Max. So stay tuned. So okay, what else do we got? Oh well, we do want people to comment and question below on our YouTube page as well. And uh, shout out, leave a uh, voicemail at anchor.fm backslash the hyphen ad hero hyphen podcast. There it is. Okay, next thing we have. Da, 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 da. Space Force. Just announced that they will now be known as Guardians. Okay, this is a really big deal because Space Force is the new uh, space, new branch of the military created by President uh, Donald Trump. Uh, and it is a military uh, division that is solely focused on outer space. There's some controversy around creating a military wing um, focused on outer space because why do the taxpayers need to do that? What is the necessity of doing this? Is it is it at all fake? Is it all fake news? I mean, you have you have commentary from 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 all sides and all angles about this, right? But I think. Uh, ultimately, I think it's a good thing because we are um, on the heels of Elon Musk and others who are already starting to fly privately chartered um, crafts, spacecrafts into outer space. And, you know, hey, I might be a little bit of a conspiracy theorist, uh, <laughs> but I believe uh, personally that as more and more people start to venture into outer space, you will see it become like the Wild West 
of the old days where if you just get to a space of land, or in this case, a planet, and you plant your flag in that ground and say, this is, this, well, shit, we could do the Ad Hero podcast planet. We could take a charter of private <laughs> spacecraft and just put a flag and say, we're, we're claiming this planet in the name of the Ad Hero podcast. Run to Tom Cruise. This is my land. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I think there's some validity behind starting to understand uh, what the needs are going to be to possibly have to engage in some sort of uh, military order in outer space. And hey, folks, don't be shocked uh, if in the next 25 or 30 years, if there's a legitimate space uh, Star Wars that takes place, a legitimate Star Wars that could take place between different countries trying to claim that they own a planet or a star or something that they discover um, and then everyone will look back and go, man, that was kind of a good idea back in 2020 to create Space Force. <laughs> and, and but 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 yeah. I guess sorry to just to, yeah. <laughs> just to say that the the crux of this comment or this story yes. though yes. is the name of what these soldiers are going to be called. <laughs> and so apparently what Gino has dug up here is that there was a year-long process of submissions, hundreds of submissions. What do you call these new space Soldiers. Yeah, it's like uh, Marines are uh, frogmen. No, not, not Navy SEALs. Uh, right. Navy's like swabbies. Sure. Marines are jarheads. Yep. And, and now Space Force cadets are going to be known as guardians. guardians. <laughs> and the comedy behind that is a lot of people on Twitter are giving the U.S. government shit because they're kind of saying, hey, listen, the Space Force logo already looks like Star Trek. True story. Um, and now here you come along taking the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, name. And you're going to be calling these soldiers Guardian. I wouldn't mind being a Guardian. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Sounds like kind of a cool title. Well, well someone tweeted out, Guardians of what? Right. right. Well, and that's, <laughs> If you knew, girl. And that's, if you knew. And that's the point. You have to be prepared for. So kind of a cool – I think it's a cool thing, but it's kind of a trending thing on Twitter right now for, for those reasons. And by the way, real quick, 2020, Twitter, too much, man. Too much hate. Too much hate on Twitter. Yeah, I let's, mean, let's every clean up tweet, the hate. Every tweet on, on, on Twitter about this was all hateful. Uh, every well, the, tweet. Yeah, the, well, there's a lot of people that are – you know, maybe feeling down in the dumps, and so they're venting their frustrations on Twitter. But yeah, let's clean up Twitter in 2021. Mm -hmm. Let's clean it up. Or All right, what do we got platform. next? <laughs> okay. What do we got next? What we got next is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it's expanding. People, Daredevil's Charlie Cox coming to the MCU proper, not nice. the Netflix part, but the actual movie side. Wow! And he'll be starting off in She-Hulk later transitioning to Spider-Man 3, as well as two, there'll be two previous theatrical Peter Parkers making their debut in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, that being Andrew Garfield and uh, Tobey Maguire. They're reprising their roles. Correct. Okay. And uh, Marvel Studios also had an announcement at their Investor Day which happened uh, last week on a new slate of films and streaming shows. Hmm. And I'm not going to mention the ones that were on the previous 
episodes that we talked about. But here's all the new stuff that's going to be added it. on in Let's Phase 4. It. Fantastic Four, Ironheart, Black Panther 2, Guardians of the Galaxy, Holiday, Captain Marvel 2, Blade, Ant-Man the Wasp, Quantumania, Squad, uh, Secret Invasion, Armor Wars, I Am Groot, and Legends. Wow, that is a freaking lineup right there, man. I'm specifically looking forward to Black Panther 2. I'm really curious to see how they replace. No one uh, knows yet. No one knows yet how they're going to replace. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Chadwick, I mean, he is just legendary in that movie. So we'll have to wait and see. But Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday, wow, Captain Marvel 2, and then Blade. Blade is just going to be awesome because I remember the the other Blade. The original trilogy. Right, and I really like those films a lot uh, with Wesley uh, Sniper, if I'm not mistaken. That's right? right, that's right. Really good films, so we'll have to get into that. But, man, that is big, big breaking news. That's, that's something good to look forward to in 2021. This is a year and episode. We're putting 2020 to bed. We're getting rid of it. That's some good stuff to look forward to in 2021, my friend. We definitely do. We definitely do. Uh and, uh, yeah, all these new slates of films. There's a lot of innovative stuff. Real quick, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, that's going to be a Christmas episode. Uh, Rhodes is finally getting his own movie with Armor Wars. And uh, it's actually kind of funny with Captain Marvel 2 because there was uh, believed to be that Brie Larson was actually going to get fired. But I guess she's still on. There you go. So, anyway, I want to uh, pivot towards you on the gaming segment, MJO Snaps. Oh, Snaps is in the house. Um, happy to report on the gaming segment of the show, if you guys recall, if you're just tuning in for the first time. This whole beginning part of our program, I always like to kind of give a little recap for new listeners. The beginning part of the program, we like to obviously cover a lot of things happening in the world, uh, both in whatever case could be politics, pop culture, entertainment. Uh, but we also like to put, throw a little snippet in there for the gaming universe because it's such a prolific, big, huge thing that's taking place. Uh, these games are a big deal, and nothing could be bigger than at the time of this recording of this episode of the podcast than the release of Cyberpunk 2077. If you have not seen the ads for this game, um, have you like had your head in the sand? For the Fantastic last couple marketing. Of weeks. Fantastic marketing. All over TV, internet, billboards. Energy drinks. Energy drinks. Cyberpunk 27. I mean, their marketing spend and their marketing budget for the release of this game. Well, let's just say it was probably they spent a little extra too much money on the marketing and not as much on the development of the game. <laughs> what is the game again? Like like what does it do? Like Okay, so it's a it's a it's a role playing game, mm-hmm. otherwise known as an RPG. You build a character. I actually did buy the game, and I've streamed it on my channel. Um, you can tune in and check me out on Twitch Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, 8 o'clock on your dial. That's Pacific Standard Time uh, at twitch.tv slash mjosnaps. Um, it's, an, it's a role-playing game. You build a character, and then you this character goes into this world called Night City. Night City is basically like this futuristic, uh, like you could think of it like a futuristic New York City, so to speak, right? And you are tasked, uh, you, it's kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure book. You hmm. go around and you can pick up different tasks to do. Um, and you can interact with every character in the world. And different things you choose to say to the characters result in different outcomes. Uh, different missions you choose to accept or deny have different results. 
So there's probably like 50 million different combinations of things you can do depending on how you choose to interact in the world. But the big story is that because of the great marketing, so many people bought this game. Um, and there's just a backlash because the game is riddled with glitches. And so one example in the game is like you can walk through a wall. Okay. And uh, there's, there's another example where if you, you can ride a motorcycle in the game and if you park the motorcycle next to a vending machine, you suddenly find yourself stuck inside the vending machine just by parking your motorcycle too close to it. And so these are, you know, pretty common glitches that most develop most gamers are saying they should have easily caught that before they release this game. And so it's a big deal because Sony um it won't issue a refund if you bought a digital PlayStation copy, but other, other but they did take it out of the PlayStation store. I saw that. So right. more people don't keep buying it. Um, and then there's a, and then the the manufacturer themselves are like they've been apologizing um, for how terrible these glitches are. So they're gonna you know over time they're gonna do releases that you can download to upgrade the game and so you can fix those glitches. But yeah, the bottom line is they spent a boatload of money on the marketing. Keanu Reeves is a sponsor, uh, and he's actually in the game. He's featured in the game. And uh, fans are just really disappointed. So we'll have to see how that goes. But that's a little quick snapshot for you right there. Um, now we want to transition and get into the, the main meat and potatoes of the episode, the B Block. B Block, please. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? It's... Uh, uh, incredible year, uh, and I'm not saying incredible in like the most hard, uh, uh, fun way. Right. It's just right. amazing what has happened. I mean, I personally feel like I've been in a movie the entire time. Oh, yeah. All the crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. That's never happened. Feels like it's or, been World War Z. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, no, incredible is a good way to describe it. Actually, um, uh, you know, it's. I mean, when we look back on this. 50 years from now, we're going to be telling our grandkids that we survived 2020. Right. We survived the pandemic. Uh, it's like nothing, nothing else that we've ever experienced. Oh, I mean, nothing else we want to experience I, ever again. Yeah. I mean, there was a ton of stuff. Uh, the pandemic, the riots, uh, an election, uh, election. Oh God. Kobe, Kobe Bryant's death. Kobe Bryant's death. I mean, I personally had some family die. Like I know, I know a lot of other people did. Right. Like a lot of famous people died. Like crazy. The number crazy of people stuff. who lost their jobs. The number of the businesses economy. that shut down. Yeah. That will never come back. How the, about uh, how about just the entire way that society has had to pivot and change how they live and how they work? I mean, you have entire families now working from home. Um, the husband, the wife, the mom, the dad working in the same house as the kids. The kids are now all on iPads learning virtually while the parents are virtually conducting meetings well, we on wanna, Zoom. Well, we want to think they're learning, but stats show I guess they haven't been learning. Right. It's tough. It's <laughs> tough. But, you know, and then really fascinating as of late, you have some of the biggest corporations in the world um, out here in California where we're at, where we're recording this from. And they're just up and moving their entire corporate headquarters to other oh, yeah. states. They're done with California. Well, they're done for California for a number of reasons. And New York. Probably, and New York for you know, political reasons, tax reasons, etc. 
but probably most prevalently they don't feel like they need to have a huge office building space right. in California anymore because the pandemic has revealed that people can work remote and just do video chats and and type online and they can still be as efficient and in fact I read a study and I wish I could quote this study for you right now but there's a, a very large percentage of people that want even when the vaccine gets mass distributed they want to stay working at home now. They feel yeah. comfortable working at home. They don't want to go back into an office. And and I that is mind-blowing. It's like the entire it's been it's been like a shift right. on the entire way work work and life gets done. And those people actually are moving to states that is less in cost because it's like why would they want to stay in right. California in right. a big city right. paying top dollar? Yeah, the only reason they did that before is because they had to physically go into their office. Well, now they don't have to do that. So yeah, why not move to North Carolina? Why not move to you know, Iowa or Montana, someone that has a lot more beautiful scenery and not maybe so much, you know, smog and traffic and everything else. Right. Um, But if we just take a quick snapshot back uh, at 2019, we had some interesting things to say about uh, what we thought 2020 was maybe going to be about. Gina, why don't we play a quick, uh, quick clip for the listening audience right now on what we thought 2020 was going to have in store. Let's hit it. Okay, roll it. Big companies, right? They're established. They probably move much slower than a startup, obviously, because there's just many more people involved in the decision-making process. Probably, arguably, set in their ways in many capacities. What would you recommend uh, someone listening who's in a in a position to, to make some changes in an organization of that size? What would you recommend to that person that they challenge themselves to do in 2020 to, to grow that company forward? You know, they just might have to disrupt their process. Uh, my my recommendations are are aligned with with what you just shared. Oh my God! <laughs> Were we off just a little bit there? Just a just a little bit though. Just a tad. Just a tad. Just a tad. Um uh, yeah, nobody saw what was I wonder what the over under or the odds would have been if you could have gone back in December of twenty nineteen and bet some money that a pandemic would hit in twenty twenty. Well we knew you know, well, fifty million to one odds. Well well, you know, technically, I mean we knew something was around at the end of twenty nineteen, but to get to all the way over here and all the politics involved in it. Right. It just was maddening. And and by the way, real quick, I just my heart goes out to all the small businesses that are forced being closed down right. by the state governments. Um totally like pray for you guys every night. Oh yeah, big time. Uh now they do have a vaccine out. It's been approved. It's starting to get distributed. So you know, Godspeed that that is um, gets out to all the places where it needs to go and in the right order and in an orderly way, and people can get vaccinated, and and you know, life in 2021 can kind of get back on track. So, uh, you know, I just, uh, yeah, I'm just sitting here in awe of what we've experienced this year. I have to say, I was actually personally really excited to record this episode of the pod because. I'm anxious to put this year behind us personally. <laughs> um, but but I'm also interested in being able to get to next year's end of year recording, 2021, and look back and see how far the country has come 
and how far business has hopefully come back. So so just kind of ducktailing into our predictions for 2021. Um, I think there was some things that we did say in last year's episode that are still relevant. They still held true even in a pandemic. Okay, and Gino, you actually had those sound bites. So why don't we roll a quick little sound bite of some of the stuff you said that people need to do for t- 2020, and it actually still holds true even in the pandemic. Roll it. Pretty awesome year for myself personally. Gino, how about you? Uh, how would you describe your 2019? There was a lot of accomplishments, a lot of leveling up. I needed this year in order to get into next year because next year it's just going to be insane. What would you say would be a key thing that a small business startup person just listening to this podcast, trying to get some ideas to power, fire power up their marketing and advertising, what would you say that they need to focus on in 2020? I would focus on executing. Don't, too, don't spend too much time planning because you won't know if it worked unless you try. Okay, so did you just like take a spaceship to the future and know that that could still work in a pandemic? How did you know to give that really great sound advice last year? You know, I've, I've, and I don't talk very well in the mic, but, <laughs> but when it comes, I, I think when, it, when I, I think back on it, I remember reading something and maybe hearing some things. I remember like Gary V was one of the people I, I, I remember hearing. Um, and then some other champion ec- ec- uh, economists who love entrepreneurs uh, or are big on entrepreneurship, uh, people who I listen to on a daily basis for motivation in the, in the business world. Interesting. Yeah. So it, it, the focus was like execution don't plan so much and just see if it works. Right. And we saw that like when the, and, and look, when the, uh, after the lockdown, I know at ad symbol, we really took a, uh, stance that look, we're going to do our part to help save the American economy. And there was a lot of people who were doing that. I know Jordan Belfort w- was doing it. Um, a, a lot of different companies just trying to save America, and it worked. It worked. You, how do you save the American economy? You work. <laughs> right. Um, it, it, and and look, we had at AdSymbol just a ton of new businesses coming to us with their ideas and saying, look, I've never advertised before. I'm a little hesitant, but I'm going to do it. And they did billboard advertising along with online and, and so forth. And it was just really, really inspiring after a while when I started noticing it. And, geez, you know, the American ingenuity, no matter how much they want to keep us on lockdown, the American people, the American spirit is alive and well and is there to kick ass. There it is right there. You heard it from the man himself. So let's let's talk about some bold predictions for 2021. Oh, okay. Um, prediction number one, the vaccine will be completely available to everybody who needs it and wants it by the end of Q1. Hmm. So that would be March 31st of 2021. That is my big, bold prediction right there. By the end of Q1. Operation Warp Speed. Operation Warp Speed. Because we're sitting in December right now, and they're already starting to get out 
the vaccine to all oh, over the country. Yeah, it happened today. Right. Our, our right. elected so officials I, are. So doing. I believe by the end of March, they that will that's 90 plus days out from now. That's a big enough amount of time for mass production run and distribution to get everybody a, a copy of the vaccine who needs it, wants it, etc. Um, bold prediction number two. By the end of Q3 of next year, end of Q3, that would be March, April, uh, January, March, April, May, June, July, September. By the end of September, and I should have known that by the back of my head. <laughs> by the end of September of next year, uh, we will see sporting events, movie theaters, everything back fully open again, um, back to their original capacity levels. So I'm talking about... Uh, NFL football game will be able to have 80,000 people back in the stands again by the end of September of next year. Marvel Studios is already planning on releasing all their movies in theater. Right. There it is. Um, And big, bold prediction number three for me will be that by December of next year, um, the economy will be starting to roar back um, at near pre-COVID levels. It won't quite be full-blown pre-COVID levels because we were just kicking ass, but it'll be on the trajectory of getting there, and it'll be 2022 that we really hit our stride to get back to pre-COVID levels. That's my three bold predictions. Now, are you talking unemployment? Or I'm, talking, so I'm talking everything. I'm everything. the whole kit and caboodle. Okay. Unemployment, gained- unemployment levels, drop-in, yeah. More businesses roaring back, people, oh, okay. you know, people hitting high levels on things by December of next year. That's my three bold predictions. What do you got? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, you know, I like those predictions. Uh, I, you know, I, I must admit, admit too, like uh, real quick, uh, after a few months into the lockdown and the, the, the economy roaring back, the losses that we gained in the stock market came back and then some. It's just that, and the unemployment fell a lot. But uh, yeah, I really hope that the unemployment can drop to pre-COVID. Um, so I'm kind of by pre- when, by the, uh, okay, we'll say December or going into 2022. Okay, let's let's work backwards. So we got that for you for December for unemployment yeah. levels. Of when when do you see the vaccine being mass mass? In Q1, just same as you. Yeah, same as you. I mean, I seen it today with like uh, politicians and, oh, and and by the way, I have to mention this. There's a video out of a doctor who was getting the vaccine, but who was administering it. The, the, this other doctor uh, acted like they were putting the vaccine in the doctor, but he really didn't. Variants. It's all over Twitter. (laughs) And how about in regards to uh, stadiums, movie theaters, stuff like that? What time of next year do you see that coming back? uh, Stadiums is hard. I I, I don't know. Like I could see maybe like 10, 20,000, like trying it out. Um, Maybe give it to the end of the year. Oh, okay. So we, so we have a little bit of a difference. Yeah. Like I I could see like 20, 30%. You know, because we're slowly already starting to see that now. I right. I, I noticed uh, movie theaters. Yeah, uh, although you know, hey, look, AMC's super struggling right now. Their stock is down. Uh, it, it's it, I I don't even know if they'll even be in business. To be honest with you, but Regal Theaters wow. will be open. Wow. Uh, I do want to say this though, right. and I, and and I'm very like wholehearted on, on this. Uh, I think one one prediction is, and it's already beginning. It's already beginning, folks. 
there's going to be a shift in social media and the platforms that will be taking on that there already are taking on Facebook and YouTube and so forth. And there'll be more people on places like Parler, Rumble, Odyssey, and then even news channels will be definitely rivaled. <laughs> Who knows if CNN will still be around, but Newsmax, OAN, NTD, all coming up, all coming up. And, and that, those businesses, I think, are going to really, they've already had a surge in new users and viewers. And I think we're going to see even more in 2021. All right. Well, there it is. There's a... Uh... There's another tidbit from Gino on what his bold predictions are. Uh, we got mine dropping there. Uh, I got one other final question or, or, or curiosity out of a, for a bold prediction. We mentioned just earlier that people are kind of used to working from home now, comfortable working from home. Once the vaccine is mass available, do you feel that a lot of people will want to return to an office setting so they can have camaraderie with their colleagues and coworkers sitting around the water cooler, having talks, stuff or, like that. Or do you want to return to your office? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe let you, the listener tune in and let us know what you think on that. Uh, but Gina, what do you think? You think people are going to be wanting to go back to their office or are they, are they comfortable working from home now? Uh, great question. I, I, I've heard, uh, and I don't have any studies to cite, but I heard that a lot of people are also getting very comfortable working from home. The uh, productivity levels have skyrocketed, although I guess there's some studies saying that, no, it's not. But I, I don't know. It, it, I think it depends on like what they're actually talking about. Uh, but I, I've heard for the most part that production uh, pr production levels have increased. So I could see a lot of like tech jobs staying at home, uh, although overall I see a lot of people just want to get outside. Mm. Um, I help run a business outside outside of this. It's like Tree Farm. And there we had a surge of people coming through to getting uh, Christmas trees this year. Wow. And they all just want to get out of the house. So I And, and they want to support small business, there it too, is. by the way. Very nice. I love that, man. I love that. So there it is, folks. There's our comparison to last year's episode along with some of our big, bold predictions for 2021. But uh, kind of like what Gino said last year, just carry over into next year that gritty um, ingenuity, American ingenuity, entrepreneurial spirit, um, or if you're listening from another country because <laughs> we've had massive growth in one year's time for our international listeners. So continue that spirit of entrepreneurship uh, in the international space as well. And uh, that's, a, that's a wrap, uh, I think, for this year's end-of-year episode. Um, we, you know, we, like I said, we're, we're excited about what the future holds as the vaccine rolls out, but uh, we also have to keep our nose to the grindstone, as they say. So <laughs> keep working hard, and uh, I think that's a good, good place to end it for this year's sign-off of the worst year I've ever experienced, 2020. <laughs> you have a sound effect for that? Uh, like a bleh. Yeah. Oh, I should have had one ready. I uh, I should have had one ready. I I could just pick a random one here, but uh, it, it might backfire. No, no. I will just say it was a shitty year. Let's move on. Here, here's a glass shatter. There you go. That's that's a good way to summarize 2020. I want to hear one where like a guy's like get like punched or something like that. Yeah, so like, like a gut check. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
Okay, Gino, where can everybody find us on social media? Follow us online through social media at AdSymbol. On our YouTube page, give us a like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell to be notified about all Ad Hero shows. And don't forget to leave a comment or question below and let us know your thoughts. For inquiries and more information about outdoor advertising, visit our site, adsymbol.com. Find the Ad Hero podcast on all major podcast platforms. Also, really quick, uh, how can they subscribe to us? Okay, so you hit up the anchor.fm page of the Ad Hero podcast, and you can actually join and give a contribution to help us grow of any size dollar amount. I believe you can you could even do like a dollar a month or something like that. Um, and if you do, you will officially become a guardian of the Ad Hero podcast. Like how I live, <laughs> that's right. That in there. So we're gonna build a little guardian army over here. Ooh, I love it. Um, and you can join us and help us out. It, you know what is it? What does the money go towards? It go towards uh, new equipment we might need. It goes towards. Uh, different things that we can uh, set up in our studio here just anything to make the show more entertaining more engaging um and we would if you like what you hear and you want to support us we would always welcome that support and we'll give you a shout out as well yeah because also youtube uh took off their monetization so i don't think we're getting monetized (laughs) well there's even more reason so check us out on anchor.fm if you want to do that um and thank you so much for tuning in all year we can't wait to be back for season three Ooh. And uh, I don't know, Gino, why don't you take us home? Okay, thank you for tuning in to the Ad Hero Podcast. My name is Gino Giovanni. And I'm Matthew Olivieri. Signing out. Want to advertise big and build massive brand authority at the same time? It's easier than you think. Open Display by AdSymbol lets you advertise on digital billboards nationwide. Just go to opendisplay.com for a free account to get started.